Moon Podcast Escalation! Happy Halloween, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where usually we sit down and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime every week and break it down and talk about how much we like it. But that is not what we are doing this time, because this is our very special, very spooky, very frightening Halloween episode. Now, you might be wondering, uh, Chris, Jordan, unidentified guest... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you've already done the pension Adams backdoor pilot. You've already dealt with that nonsense. What could you possibly be doing for Halloween? Well, thanks to our special guest this week, uh, T.A. Noonan, who is a frequent tweeter at Sailor Business, a frequent question asker on the show. Uh, we have watched... What, what, is the, what is the name of this? <laughs> So the, I think the official name is, oh, hold on. I made this note. I wrote this down. The Overture of Last Dracul, New Transformation, Road to the Super Soldier. Right. (laughs) It's a musical from the year 2000 where Sailor Moon fights Dracula. And that might sound amazing. (laughs) That (laughs) does sound amazing. But, I mean, look, look, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But first... Before we do that, uh, T.A. Noonan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. You are a longtime supporter of the show as well, so thank you for that. Oh, no, thank you. I, I've, been, I've been listening to the show since pretty much the beginning, and I'm super excited to be here. So please, uh, as is tradition, give us the treat before we get to the trick of this musical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give us the treat of telling us your history with Sailor Moon. Oh, gosh. I was kind of an early adopter. It's when I was a uh, sophomore in high school, so this was about 95, 96, um, I had a friend of mine who was a huge Sailor Moon fan, and uh, uh, and he said, he was like, I think you'd like it. You should watch it. And it came on really early in the morning, which I already got up really early in the morning. So um, I would watch it in the morning, and I, I kind of got into it. But by the time I got to, that was my sophomore year, my junior and senior, especially my senior year of high school, that's when I got way into it because I met other people who were big fans and I met uh, people who were big fans online, people who were involved in the, um, the, use, the, the Usenet, uh, alt.fan.sailormoon and the Otaku War story there, people who ran shrines. I mean... I, I knew some people who were doing fan subs and, and, and projects like that. So I ended up being sort of on the periphery of like the big name fan community for a long time. And then I kind of slipped out of that, but I kept coming back to it. So it's sort of a long time passion. And do you have a favorite scout? My favorite is uh, Sailor Neptune. Okay. But if we're going inner senshi, it's Sailor Venus. Okay. Oh uh, no, we rarely get uh, we rarely get Minako fans. We've had a couple. I know I know uh, Cat Cool was a, a a Minako fan. Yeah, she's. I mean, I love Sailor Jupiter is like a very 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 close second. Like, if they got into a fight, and depending on the day, 
Jupiter might uh, might out <laughs> might win. Um, but most days it's it's Sailor Venus because she's basically Usagi, but us. But you get to you get the advantage of having, especially later in the show when they get deeper into her character, like finding out she's also kind of like an Usagi that's kind of darker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's a little more sinister. That's that's fair. That's fair. Now, as as we have said before, Jordan and I are not the most knowledgeable Sailor Moon fans in the world. <laughs> We're literally just the ones who bought microphones. <laughs> oh my god, what? when you guys said that, I was like dying laughing. <laughs> it's great. I know very little about the musicals. I, I know that they exist. I know that they are still an ongoing concern. Uh, I know that uh, Yamato Yuga is the best tuxedo mask and... I have a super huge crush on Tuxedo Mask in the current musicals. <laughs> uh, since you were the one who volunteered for this episode, I'm going to assume you know everything about the musicals <laughs> and can help us make sense of this. So can you tell us anything about the musicals? Do you know anything about it? Well, I mean, they're 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 for I mean, you've seen the same one that we we watched the uh, the one on YouTube. So you know that they're basically for for tiny babies. Like they do that overshot of the crowd and it's all like the six- tiniest babies. <laughs> oh my god, they're like little girls with like the toys and they warn you like we the version that we watched, they warn yep. you at the beginning like take your bat tell your, you know, take the batteries out of the toys for your children so they don't disturb us. It's so cute. Uh, I have a lot to say about that, but I will wait. I will wait. Fair enough. But um, yeah, no, the the musicals were really popular. They're really mostly for the for kids, which I'm sort of amazed by because the thing is like two and a half hours long, yeah. and I've never seen like a four year old sit that still. So it is. It's they're so long, but they're funny. They have their own weird mythology, and then they like rehab. Then they basically, you know, at some point or another. Um, whenever they decide to make new ones, they're like, okay, that mythology is gone. Let's start over. But they also are like weird re- like replacements of the, because like you said, they're their own continuity. So like this is like replacing season, oh, what is it? Season three or four? It's supposed to replace season three. Three? Uh, like the second half of it. I, I, uh, I couldn't remember which one is Tomo. Tomo is, is three? Okay. Yes, he's in, he's in three. So yeah, he's in, uh, it's supposed to replace the second half of the, third season but they reference all kinds of stuff from season four and five (laughs) so they just basically like they're like here's a blender i'm just gonna take all of the sailor moon continuity and mix it up and then add add some dracula add some weird slavic you know and german uh mythology and boom that's it so looking at the the wiki it looks like this is like the fifth musical or something and i have no idea how many they've done but i do know uh, i see people tweeting about there a new one just came out with english dub apparently or in english uh, subtitles i mean yeah it's um i forget where this one is in the uh the rotation um it i, I mean we talked we talked about or they the one that we watched it's the fifth hundredth uh 500th uh performance of a musical so it's and they do about anywhere from 25 to 30 performances per musical so it's oh, pretty wow. far in. Actually, it's like five years in because I think they start in 95. Yeah, from what from what I've been able to gather, the you know, I said it was still a going concern today, but apparently there was a run from uh, like literally 1993 to 2005. <laughs> and then they went on a hiatus and came back in 2013, which is where 
the beautiful Yamato Yugo becomes Xeno Mask. Oh. Uh, I have a crush, guys. Okay. <laughs> I have a crush um, on. I have a crush on the woman who's playing Death Lamia in this man. Holy crap. <laughs> For real. For yeah. real. Her and Haruka, uh, they, they live in my heart forever. The, the woman playing Haruka, the actress. Oh, that's that's the other thing. That's This might be the weirdest thing about this episode. This episode of Sailor Business, this musical, this entire experience. This is Sailor Business's introduction to Chibiusa, Sailor Uranus, well, Sailor Neptune, Sailor Pluto, and Sailor Saturn. Yeah, but it doesn't make a lot of sense. It, it makes, it makes in no the sense. continuity of this show, we have never seen them before. Well, right. That's why, I mean, that's why this was a very odd choice for a show to watch for our Halloween episode, because we are jumping, even though it's a parallel continuity, we're jumping way far ahead into that continuity. Yeah, consider this. In real life, I've never seen the Outer Senshi in a show. <laughs> this is the first time I've seen the Outer Senshi. And now you're scared to death of Sailor Saturn, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely terrifying. I do want to uh, I, I do want to give a, a quick note uh, before we get started. Please. Uh, uh, normally, we would uh, never endorse on Sailor Business going outside of any uh, official channels to get Sailor Moon. Like I said, I am buying the DVDs. The, the anime is available on Hulu for you to watch along with us, and those are the versions we are watching. The only difference is that uh, the musicals, as far as I know, have never been released in the West. Uh, never been released in any kind of English form officially. And this is on YouTube. <laughs> so, you know, it's on yeah. YouTube. I'm trying to think now, because like I said earlier today, when I posted the new episode of Sailor Business, I I saw a lot of people talking about the new musical, and I'm trying to think what where they had a thing saying to 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 look at it or to download it or whatnot. I don't, I'm trying so to see if it was released officially. I don't think it was. A, a nouveau voyage is the new musical, <laughs> and no, it looks like somebody just like put it up. As a fan sub, so yeah, it's not available, unfortunately. What a right, bummer! So, are are we ready to are we ready to dive into it? Do we need to talk about anything else? Oh, uh, uh, T T A. Quick question: uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. Mamoru down. And what about uh, Chibi Moon? Oh God! Yike! No, gross. Uh, <laughs> okay, good, good, good. I. I... I get softer on Mamoru, like, by the time we get to, the, like, in the show show, like, by the time we get to about fourth or fifth season. But basically <laughs> by then, well, you know, he's barely, well, no, spoiler alert, he's barely in season five. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, good. good. <laughs> You'll see. Yeah, Chris has no idea what happens there, so good, good, good. All right. Let's, now we yeah, can begin. I mean, we're in the worst part of the show where there's two Mamoru's. With just uh, double the memory going on. Chris, do you, do you need to introduce this musical? <laughs> <sighs> okay, uh, our heroine is Usagi Skino. <laughs> she likes to sing songs. Oh. <laughs> and she's a lot better uh, at it in this continuity. <laughs> Slight, well, yes, slightly better. She is, Let's say slightly that. Slightly <laughs> better. Now, TA, you already pointed out that like the first thing you see in this video after the amazing fan sub like signature graphic. Oh my god. Uh, the... I would encourage everyone to go check that out cuz it's great. But the first thing you see is is this, you know, they they show the crowd. They literally have like the first thing that happens is the actress playing Sailor Moon has an announcement over the 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 speakers where she says, "Hey everybody, this is the actress playing Sailor Moon." Which I'm like, "Don't don't 
haven't told that to the kids. <laughs> and it's all about like, yes, make sure you like if you bought a toy, make sure you take the batteries out. Like, please don't make noise. We're going to try to do a musical in a second. And that's the first thing you see. So all I could think about was that this thing is two and a half hours long. Yeah. And there's certainly like I, th- there are certainly times where uh, they are setting things up that have been cut out. <laughs> and all I'm thinking about are, are all these parents of these tiny children who really love Sailor Moon, who are like, well, I guess I know what I'm doing on Saturday. <laughs> I'm spending five hours, uh, including trip, to go watch a Sailor Moon musical with my daughter. Yep, yep. I'm just thinking of, because look, my mom raised me as a single mother, and I'm really into pro wrestling. So my mom has taken a lot of trips to pro wrestling shows that she does not care about. So I can only imagine the very similar uh, situation for all the parents in the crowd politely clapping at Chibiusa. I'm trying to remember if I ever went to anything like this. I vaguely recall going to like a like a Muppets Live kind of thing. One of those mm-hmm. things where like, you know, yeah, I mean, again, they're, they're dumb because they're, they're just like people in giant costumes, mostly like if it wasn't the real Muppets, obviously. But yeah, that's probably the closest it would come. Well, that's the other. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say I don't think I I did anything qu- I quite like that though. I remember as a kid I went to um, I went to an either it was like either the Nutcracker or Swan Lake or one of those you know really famous ballets, and I think I was like six or eight, and I remember my mother telling me I was very well behaved, but I can only imagine how fidgety I must have been. So these parents in Japan taking their kids to these musicals are like primo like hardcore i cannot even imagine like having them sit still during it yeah and also also it's two and a half hours long (laughs) when i saw that the youtube file was two hours two and a half hours long i was shocked i could not believe it was that actually that long i was convinced there was gonna be like an hour long behind the scenes documentary (laughs) (laughs) because like okay I want to be real with you guys. I want, yes. to get up, I want to get up on the mic. Let's do I'm it. I'm getting up on the mic so that I can be real with everybody. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to keep it 100. I kind of hated this. <laughs> it's not. It's kind of painful. Me and, again, me and my wife watched it, and she kept being like, how much longer is this? How much longer is this? And she was like, I, yesterday she was like, you forced me to watch the thing. I was like, I didn't force you. <laughs> like, you could have closed your eyes. But no. George- <laughs> That is exactly the experience that I had with Aiden. <laughs> I I put it on the TV and we're we're eating dinner and watching it and Aiden's like I can't believe this is still on. How long have we been watching this? Yep, yep. How about hey. how about you? Real talk? Yeah. I made my husband watch it. Yep. <laughs> and he knows everything he knows about Sailor Moon. He has heard either from hearing me blather on about it or from sailor business. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's, so, that's our target. That's our target audience. Wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me this is the first sailor moon thing he's actually ever watched Full, all the way through? Yes. Oh no, he's <laughs> never going to like this show ever no. again. Well, it's funny. I mean, like I've made him watch AMVs and I've shown him clips. Sure. Um, but he's I don't think he's really watched watched. I think he sat around and did other stuff while I was watching Crystal, but he does he's not watched watched the show. <laughs> oh man. So this is the one thing he has seen all the way through and 
his, his, it was funny because he kept talking about it in this. It's like, I'm thinking about this from like a Broadway standpoint. <laughs> like, let's try to contextualize it because I know he didn't really care for it. Yeah, like, because he, he, here's what really got me about it Dracula's barely in it. <laughs> It's not, well, I mean, his name is in the title, but Sailor Moon's name is more yes. importantly in the title. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but like, but like, Dracula's not even really the villain of this. Um, there's, there's a mad scientist and there's, there's Death Lamy. Death Lamy? Death Lamia. Death Lamia, yes. Death Lamia. There's yeah. a lot of villains in this. There really are. And, and now, T.A., you might know this a little bit better than, than I do, but like, this is part of a series. Like, right, I know the right. next one has the word Transylvania in the title. So I didn't know that going in. So I was like, oh, this is going to be like, like, look, Dracula is a big deal. Yep. <laughs> Typically. I'm a, I'm a Dracula fan. I am a noted Dracula fan. Dracula versus Sailor Moon. That is like, that is big enough to be a two and a half hour Sailor Moon movie. I think. I mean, no, it's not. Nothing's big enough to be a two and a half hour Sailor Moon movie. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but Dracula is a big enough opponent where I feel like you could have done a Sailor Moon versus Dracula story in the allotted time. I also feel like you could cut literally one hour out of this musical and lose nothing. Oh, a million percent. And that's not oh, even yeah. even if you left all the songs, which would be a questionable choice on I mean, your part. You could also cut every song out except <laughs> yes. for Solar Miracle Makeup, which I think we'll talk to when we get to it, because I oh. did love that song. <laughs> Dracula's not in it. <laughs> all right, all right. Like, let's, let's, he, when he shows up, he's just sad. Let's do this. Let's get. Let's <laughs> okay. let's do the walkthrough now. Again, one other thing I we're going to talk about. One, well, thing one more thing beforehand. Okay, okay. Let's hear it. Okay. In America, right? We we have equivalents of these sort of. You know, uh, Jordan, you talked about maybe going to see like a Muppets thing. Yeah. There's there's also been like a, there's there's like a Pokemon Live yeah. that happened in the 90s. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles famously had the Coming Out of Their Shells tour. Right. Where they were a rock band and they went on Oprah to promote it. If you've never seen that clip, go watch it. It's amazing. There's a crowd full of children and Oprah is interviewing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Donatello talks about wanting to have sex with April O'Neil. Please do yourself a favor and wow. go watch that. I have it's never amazing. seen that. This is I, my my afternoon is ruined. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> I'm going to go watch all of this. But but these things, like I've been trying to track down a a, a tape of Pokemon Live forever. If anyone knows where I can get that, I want to see Pokemon Live so bad. Uh, but like they don't last. No, yeah, they, you know Pokemon Live is not currently touring. Turtles coming out of their shells is not around still. The Sailor Moon musicals are like not only are there years and years of them, but they are sequential. They tell a story. Right, right. <laughs> that's so weird. Every month, I can't imagine. Wait, no, hold on. They don't come out that quickly, do they? Well, this Once. one right like 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 uh, T. I said the, the the what we're watching is the 500th Sailor Moon musical performance. Okay, there it's, were 25 it says in January of 2000. But then the next one came out in August. So still, that's six months later. Okay, okay, fine. <laughs> that, I mean, that's pretty close together. Fair. And then Fair. the next yeah, one was January. Pretty close together. And then the next one was January of, uh, of 2001. So, so what, yeah. Two a year? It looks like, two a yeah. Year. Like, oh yeah, God. they run for a month, and then you go see the next one six months later. That's bananas to me. <laughs> like, no wonder they're fighting Dracula for... Two years. Well, with that much success, I'm sure everybody can't wait to hear about how good it was and what happened in it. So let's <laughs> tell them 
what happened. Good it, luck. It starts in a very familiar way to a Sailor Moon episode in that it starts with Usagi in her room being, you know, kind of adorable and getting ready for bed. Usagi in her jammies. Yes. In her pajamas. She's going to bed and she's excited because the next day she's got a date with Darian. Well, let's try that again. Memorial. I mean, there's no Darian <laughs> in this, but I, I can't help Darian it. The musical. Yeah, the musical. That's the name that comes to my mouth for all, you know, it's hard not to call her Serena. Anyway, she's super excited, but guess what? She has a terrible nightmare. Now, okay. And like most like most dreams, it makes no sense. Yes. <laughs> I, no, honestly, like I definitely feel like this whole musical has a dreamlike nonsense quality. And maybe they were doing that on purpose. Maybe it was all to make it like a dream. It is. It's, it's very much like, like uh, if Haosu was for babies. <laughs> so now, okay, let's start by talking about this dream. Is, is this dream, is she coming to Usagi in a dream for some reason? Or is Usagi having a premonition? Yeah, I, I wrote down, like, since when is Usagi psychic? <laughs> because she basically dreams, like, pretty much everything that is about to occur. Yeah. And, in this dream. And not only that, though, but, like, Death Lamia, who, who, who we're going to talk about, she, she references it later. So she knows that this dream happened. <laughs> Which I forgot about that. The villain talks about Usagi's dream. So that means that makes it sound like she did it on purpose and she sent this dream. But why would she do that? I mean, they they and it's God, I can't believe I have I had to cross reference notes and go back on this because the first time I watched it, I'd been a long time since I've seen this musical. I watched it years ago with no subtitles. Oh, my God. Uh, um, on like a, you know, it's seventh generation videotape. This is much better quality, but well, I really, this is terrible quality. <laughs> well, I mean, in terms of the, the, the look of it, which is, you know, that, that says something about how bad the version yeah. of watch was, but at some point later on, there's a, one of the characters. I don't think I actually, oh no, it's death Vulcan who we haven't gotten to yet, but whatever. Someone says the power of the Ginzu show is not to is to not mistrust the dreaming dream. So apparently Death Lamia sends her this dream hoping that she'll mistrust it and then they'll win. I think that's what is supposed to happen. <laughs> okay. So she sends her a message going, here's what you do to win. Or do you? <laughs> basically. Which you know what? That's a that's a valid philosophy. That's how sometimes that's how I, I like to play uh rock, paper, scissors. I'll be like, all right, let's do rock, paper, scissors. I'll do scissors. <laughs> <laughs> and people go, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so that's fun. Okay, so this dream, so busily uh, writing down how to beat Jordan at rock paper scissors. <laughs> well, but but am I telling the truth or not? That's the question. Jordan, you, you like look uh, <laughs> over the course of our friendship. I, I don't feel like you have ever lied to me. I feel like you would be a terrible liar. Yeah, I am. But the stakes are high in rock paper scissors. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> now, here's the problem. I wrote down a lot of bananas lines that are said in this, but I didn't always write down who. And because this thing is so crazy, I can't remember who said what. I think Def Lamia said to Yusagi in her dream, you must mature. I might be mistaken. I can't remember. I, th I thought it was one of the senshi. It might have been the senshi then. Because, yeah, definitely. So Death Lamia and her nightmares come into the dream. And they're like, hey, we're nightmares. Just so you know. And then the Sailor Scouts show up. Uh, well, no, that's not true. Three of the Sailor Scouts show up. Mars, Venus, and Jupiter show up. And they say, we're going back to our respective planets, friend. Uh, we got stuff to do. And she's like, no, don't leave us. And they're like, no, I'm going. Then, for some reason, Amy is d separate, like, because they want to focus on her more. I, I, I guess because she's so popular over there, from mm -hmm. what I understand. So she comes out, and she's with a, <laughs> lugging a giant 
bag, a giant like trunk, being like, I'm leaving too. I gotta go. Got this giant trunk. So that yeah, means yeah. <laughs> spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. The other three sailors guys are like, we're going to return to our planets, and Amy's gonna be like, I'm going to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> yep, very true. Isagi is devastated, of course. Then apparently uh, Sailor Saturn shows up, uh, the the Sailor Mercury, uh, yeah. Neptune and Uranus show up. Oh, and, uh, and Neptune and, and Uranus. And again, I want you to keep in mind, look, I know who they are. That's all I know. So the first time I have seen them do anything is they show up wearing robes and declare themselves to be undead. Weird. <laughs> undead. In English, by the way. Mm-hmm. Undead. <laughs> this is pretty great. <laughs> Uh, and then Dracula shows up and bites Sailor Neptune, and then Yusagi sings a song. Yusagi, one of the things she says when she's pleading with her friends is, I can't do anything by myself. So that's sad. Aww. So, Yusagi sings a song about having a bad dream. Is it Yusagi then, who sings the line, uh, my soul is inside thirsty lips? Um, I feel like it is. Because I remember that. <laughs> I remember that line. Yeah. <laughs> because I think she's the only one who sung at this point. So yeah, I'm pretty sure it's her. Yeah. Great so, line. Then the next day, of course, Usagi oversleeps uh, because she's having this terrible dream, this horrible future. Uh, <laughs> Usagi oversleeps. And uh, because okay. she oversleeps, every single one of her friends just walks into her room and yells at her. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's the like, entire cast. It's like eight o'clock in the morning and yeah. there's like a senshi rave happening in her room. <laughs> Like, where are, I mean, I, I think they might make reference to her parents go, having gone away for a weekend or something. But, like, yeah. it's just so crazy that literally every person she knows goes into her house, walks into her bedroom while she is sleeping, and is like, wake up, you jerk. <laughs> like, they don't even, like, yeah, it's so impractical. It, it, send one person and I'll wait downstairs. What are you doing in her room? Including her boyfriend walks yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah. And it, apparently, he says that he's been calling her all morning, <laughs> and then Ray was. But apparently, Ray was the first one there. It's so weird. It is. I don't super understand. Weird. And also, it's it's also. I mean, not to mention the inherent weirdness of every single one of her friends going on her date with her. Yeah, and they mention that later on, like, as a sort of a side note. Like, she's supposed to hang out with her friends, but she's also on a date, <laughs> and she and then she pays them to leave her alone. Did she pay them? I don't remember that well, then, part. Like, when we get to the whole weird scene where no one realizes that ducks aren't supposed to be five feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, don't spoil it for everyone. I mean, yeah, look, we're getting ahead <laughs> we're, of ourselves, we, but there's a thing. Like, well, we're I almost there. Her friends <laughs> are supposed to go, like, I don't think they're supposed to be on the date with her. But they're, I but think they all meet they're up all with just her. hanging out at the same place. Meeting yeah, up at her comes house. Into her room. <laughs> right. She's like, let's all meet at my place, and then me and Darian will go off on our own, and you guys can. Anyway. Well, she's kind of a bad. Musical Isagi is kind of a bad friend, I guess. So, so, oh, say, so, okay. So, all the Sailor Scouts are there yelling at her to wake up, singing at her to wake up. And then Chibiusa appears out of nowhere, poof. And she says, I am here to protect you. Here's a letter from your future self saying I'm here to protect you. And they're like, this is a this is a really lousily written letter. And for some reason she's writing all in like hiragana instead of the formal like this doesn't make a lot of sense. And they're like, you wrote this letter, didn't you? And she's like, yeah, but whatever. I'm still going to protect you. And that's when they leave to go to the park and Usagi offers to most generous I've ever seen Usagi offers to buy lunch for the first person there. Which then leads into that hilarious moment with Haruka, like, so weird. Wind, winding up with the car noises. 
Yes. Apparently yes, that was like I gotta say, the one thing I really came away from this liking was uh was uh Sailor Uranus because she runs with car noises and she threatens to murder people with a sword. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's her. I wrote in my notes when I got to that part was Peruka is the queen of my heart. <laughs> Because uh, she is so great. <laughs> she is so funny in this. I really want to talk about this thing with, with Chibiusa, though. Okay. Like, oh, yeah, about her being in love with her father? No, because we're going to deal with, like, we have weeks and weeks ahead to deal with that, okay. Jordan. <laughs> we like we have made this hell ourselves. <laughs> I mean, because it, it did strike me very specifically that she's just like, he, he loves me more. He should be with me. It's like, hmm. Okay, go on. So she shows up. Yeah. And she's like, hey, I brought you this. Hey, uh, Usagi, I brought you this letter from my mom, who is Usagi. And goes, yeah, she had a really bad dream last night in the future. The same dream that you had in the past. And it, I guess that it occurred to her that she should send you back a letter to the past. It's like, meanwhile, it's a fake letter. So none of that matters anyway. But, but Chibiusa maintains that... In the future, her mother, the girl she is talking to, had a bad dream and yes. did tell her about it. Yeah. All of the, like, none of, I don't know what to do with any of this information. <laughs> There's not a lot to be done. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, like, they're very clearly trying, you know, justifying Chibiusa being there, yeah. right? But also, <laughs> like, having her being there... It, and, and being like, oh, yeah, yeah, you sent yourself a letter back from the future. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. <laughs> like, any, like, I realize this is for the tiniest of tiny babies, which is weird because we'll get to that in a second. But none of it makes any sense. <laughs> no, like, it, you just have to listen. If you apply the, the tiniest bit of, of logic to it. Well, I mean, well, the fact that it's all a lie is sort of part of that. But I think, again, it... <laughs> It's not going to help much, but when you get to that point in the actual show, it helps a little because, again, they've already met her a million times and they know she's from the future. And so her showing up is not as crazy as all that. It's I just feel like they, crazy. It, I know that there is a continuity to deal with. And I know that, like, look, maybe it's on us. We're coming in at the 500th performance. <laughs> You don't we're have to see all 500. We're coming a lot in of them are six, similar seven to each years other. into this thing. But I do think, like. I do feel like it's weird for like to not just have Chibiusa be in the next room and wake up about this, like go through all the trouble of going, yes, here's a letter from my mother in the future. And, and, and Yusagi going, Oh, you mean queen serenity? <laughs> like, well, yeah, you know, you, well, here's the thing. Cause then, cause they, we're, they didn't have to do any of that. That's, that's a good five minutes that could have been cut out. Well, that's a gag. That's them doing, pulling a gag, man. Is it? Yeah. Is it though? Yeah, because again, the, the the like the whole thing of like her being like, "Here's a letter from my mother," and then they're all like, "This letter is real shady." Yeah, no, no. I mean, like uh, that part. Yes, the letter where they're like, "Oh, this is only written in katakana." Or katakana. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you haven't learned. You haven't learned how to write with the hiragana yet, or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know. But the, but here's now. Here's the deal. We're about to move into the next scene, which has even less explained stuff because two scenes in things are so complicated because we're about to go to Hotaru and her father, Professor Tomo. And <laughs> again, if you're watching the TV show, these are characters that get introduced slowly, but surely. And you would know 
who's Hotaru? Well, Hotaru is Chibiusa's good friend, and also <laughs> it turns out Sailor Saturn and all these things. But in this, they're just going, by the way, here's Hotaru. She's going to check out her, her father's lab, and then her father's assistant, Death Lamia. <laughs> <laughs> says, no, you can't go in there. There's stuff going on. And Hotaru's like, all right, I'm going to go hang out at the park with my friends. And then we get to see, yes, the, the, the evil creatures from the nightmare are working for this guy, Professor Tomo. And Professor Tomo says, I made homunculus eggs. The problem with homunculus eggs is you need to have a soul to put inside them. If you get lousy souls like this one I got from a gay bar and this one I got from an amusement park and it's like you're going to end up with total idiots like these death meneches here whereas I want a good soul to put in these ones so that there's like some you know good stuff happening yeah this this musical's a little rough <laughs> it's, it's, it's real rough in spots yeah can we talk about the fact that he not only just got these souls from random you know like one of them's from a racetrack, one's from an amusement park, one's from a theater, and one's from a gay bar. But he specifically states that he had to bargain for the gay bar, for the, guy's gay, the guy in the gay bar's soul. Does he really? He says that he had to, um, that he, he, he haggled over that one. <laughs> God, I don't even know That's, what that means. That one's in there for the parents. <laughs> <laughs> that, one's, that one's throwing the parents one to keep him interested. Oh, God, you think so? Now, how familiar are you two with the medieval practice of alchemy? <laughs> Not so. Not so uh, much. Actually, shockingly, fairly. <laughs> okay. Right. So then, Tia, you probably know what I'm getting at. Now, as we have established, this is a show for babies. <laughs> okay. This is like the tiniest of tiny children. So they start talking about a homunculus. Now, in medieval uh, alchemy, going to go deep into the theory here for a second. Just the idea was that inside sperm, there was a tiny little man. What? <laughs> and you would just put that in a, in a lady, and then the environment inside the lady would make it grow. So you have, like, so you're, like if you're a, a, a person who has, has testicles, you were just carrying around. A bunch, a million An tiny army. little dudes. Yeah. Yes. That's like amazing. A million tiny little dudes uh, who just need the proper environment. Because obviously, this is medieval science, and women cannot contribute anything to the reproductive not. process at all. So, the idea of a homunculus is that you take this little man and you create a, a an environment for it where it will grow. You it, So, the, the, the vague idea, and I'm, look... We're, we're, we're really moving through this. The vague idea is that you build a little man out of mud and you, you put your semen in it and, and give it blood, right? Cool. And, that, exactly. and you grow an artificial man. That's the basic alchemical idea of the funculus. Now, I know this because I've played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons in my time. <laughs> and I like reading about medieval science. But you're watching this thing, you're like, oh, right, homunculus. Like, you know, it's just going to be a little weird artificial man. It's going to be like a little, like, like a little weird Frankenstein or whatever. No. They straight up start talking about seed in this. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. They really do. They do, they really but they're do. not talking about Starges, dude. They're talking they about... One, no, they're not, like, not at not at first. Like, that's what they're going to get from the Sailor Scouts. They're going to get right. their... This their... is what I'm saying. The Starseed is a thing from the show. They didn't, they didn't make yeah, that up for this. No, but they... But 
It is explicitly a reference later in the show. It's true. He's right. Amy goes I, on this whole long thing about how when the 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 um the, the alchemical studies by whatever the guy's name is, his name escapes true. me. No, you're right. And that you would put it in. I think I wrote down the thing about this. Is like you would put it in a a a vessel to serve as a womb. <sighs> yes, and feed it blood. She and feed like it blood. <laughs> Amy specifically talks about the seed of a man. All right. Straight up, dude. Gross. It is. For babies, again, yeah, yeah. This is for babies. <laughs> this is for three-year-olds. Okay. So, well, that's the, so yeah. He's like, we need to get pure hearts. And all of a sudden, this voice starts booming out going, the best souls are star seeds from Sailor Scouts, just so you know, FYI. And the <laughs> most awesomest... Starseed for this project, for some particular reason, would be Chibiusa. Yeah, they're gonna so they're gonna steal Chibiusa's uh, pure heart, which is a task delegated to what? What are they? The, the, the oh no, I, I I said Menaches. I don't know if that's true. I think that's it's something like that. But that's not it's not delegated to them. They say to Lamia and the Nightmares to do it, but the, the Death Menaches are the the four homunculuses made from lousy souls that suck and so they're like oh man they said we suck hey wait why don't we go get that soul and then we'll be awesome we better make a theme song yeah they're the <laughs> they're the comic relief yes. villains of the piece and they really lean into that gay bar guy don't they like it's like come oh on, god guys. come on <laughs> what are you doing it's 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 again it's rough it is it's it's rough rough stuff <laughs> I will say, though, they're the, the comic relief characters that are very clearly thrown in there to do like to directly address the audience while the curtain is drawn behind mm -hmm. them. Yeah. So that, you know, they can fill time with some wacky hijinks while the set has changed. Yeah. I didn't hate them. No, <laughs> they had some funny bits, but they go on about eight minutes too long yeah. in this first yes. bit. But as it goes on, I, I I developed a certain amount of affection for them, especially um the the final battle where they form like what is, what is it? They call it like Ultra Dracula form yeah. or something like Ultra Vampire <laughs> yes. form, and it's literally just one of them gets on another's shoulders, right? <laughs> because they're funny. they form Ultra Mechashiva when they when they actually start doing what they do, which is imitate things. That gets kind of funny. So, speaking yes, of which, we'll get yes. um, this thing is so long, dude. This we're barely into this show. Just so you know, this thing is so long. Uh, okay, look, I, look, I don't want to be here anymore than you do. <laughs> so, so here's what happens: uh, we cut to the park. Mamoru and Usagi are in a little boat out on the lake. This is their date. This is the the thing they really wanted to do. They wanted to go on a little boat on a lake together, and they sing together uh, about how they're they love each other. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> And Mamora looks so uncomfortable. Yeah, a little bit. He, yeah, she, this this Mamoru is very unconvincing, but I kind of like that because I kind of feel like he's playing it like Mamoru on the show. Like, he is just kind of disinterested and remote. I can't, I, I, I man, my, my notes are so hard to even follow because this show is so... Yeah, I, I missed the line when Chibiusa appeared and said, just as I thought, Memochan is the coolest. And I, I noted, Rini sucks. Uh, anyway... <laughs> After their romantic song, when after Mamoru promises, yes, 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 we'll be together forever, uh, Isagi tries to kiss Mamoru, and it's kind of cute. It was kind of funny, because she, like, leans in, like, in really exaggeratedly, and he won't kiss her because people will see them. People will see this adult man kissing a child. <laughs> so that's sensible. 
So meanwhile, because uh, Ch- Chibiusa is nearby, and I guess you know she'll make fun of them if they kiss or be upset. I don't know. And her and Hotaru, her friend, are floating in another boat. And this is when Chris's favorite part with the ducks show up. Right, Chris? Oh, wait. Before we get to the ducks, actually, okay. there were two lines in the or three lines actually in the in the romance scene that I wanted to mention. First of all, this romance scene at the park is described as a joking early afternoon. Yeah, all the all the acts of which there are like 8 or 9, maybe more. There's a lot, but they're all like they all have these little like like a title card comes up and gives you the location. And then a very poetic description. Like a joking uh, of, early of what afternoon. you are about to see, which, yeah, which, okay, all right. Uh, so during the what song, else? Usagi says, I'm in a trance-like happiness, which is like, okay, good. I guess that's what love is supposed to be like, sure. And then they both sing together, somehow we'll put all our energy into our date. Oh my God, I wrote that same line down. <laughs> that's so weird. But Chris, then... I'm sure you want to tell us all about what happens when the ducks appear. Uh, yes. So uh, Usagi and Memoru are on a like a, a little paddle boat. It is described on the uh, wiki as a gondola, which is inaccurate. <laughs> that, that, is not what, that is not what it is. They're on a paddle boat, and Usagi is trying to get Memoru to make out with her. And mm-hmm. there's another paddle boat like 15 feet away, if that. That has who's in it? Chibius is in it. Yeah, Chibi uh, and Hotaru. And Hotaru, and uh, so he's like, "Come on, no one's around." And she even stands up and looks around and looks directly at the other gondola. But also, there are three ducks and a goose. No, two ducks and a goose. Yeah, two ducks and a goose. Because the fourth one is not a duck or a goose. That's right. Oh my god, I forgot about it. I forgot about it. Okay. And. These these ducks and goose are, you know, five feet tall. They have human arms and legs. They're very clearly in duck costumes. And they speak Japanese. <laughs> and then, then a very small boat comes yeah, up. Then the best disguise by far. I loved this. A boat comes up. Someone dressed as a boat glides across the stage. And uh, at one point, the boat punches Memoru in the stomach. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Which was fantastic. It's the it's the bad guys, the the imitators, the impressionists, whatever their name means. It, like it came up in the subtitles like two or three times. Hey, here's what their name means, and I cannot recall at all. It like means like fake or imitator or something like that. And their yes. their actual names are Death Pa, Death P, Death Poo, Death Pay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, I think the apparently I looked this up the 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 manechas or manechas, I think is how they say it. They're supposed to be I think it's supposed to be the Dutch word for homunculus, which is totally weird. But the word mane in Japanese means illusion or uh you know, illusion or impression or something like that. So they're they're punning on their own name. There you go. Nice. Another cross-linguistic pun, which is a a thing that they do a lot in Japanese. Mm. They have a lot of puns that require a working knowledge of several languages. So we are falling behind, America. Speaking of which, we're not even close to anywhere into this musical. We got to go. We got to keep going. Uh, So one of the things they do in the scene that I really like is that the bad guys freeze the lake. Yeah. So that everybody can get out and stand on the on the stage. (laughs) It's very clearly a stage. They go whoosh. And I'm pretty sure someone actually goes whoosh when they do it. (laughs) And they try to take Chibiusa, but 
Rose. Tuxedo mm. mask shows up. Or Not wearing a mask. Yeah, exactly. Tuxedo no mask. I wrote down because they just decided he wasn't going to wear a mask. I don't know. You don't. You don't cover up the money maker. <laughs> oh, there we are. So uh, he fights them off, basically. Sailor Moon does not transform. Uh, she does not help <laughs> at all. And you find out, oh, because we, we actually left it out. <laughs> in the nightmare, what Death Lamia says to her in the nightmare is, if you transform, disaster will occur. So she doesn't transform because of her bad dream. And then it starts raining and the ice starts cracking. So they all run away. And there's a, like, the ice starts cracking, and then there's a big uh, pratfall where uh, Chibiusa and Usagi are standing on the ice, and you hear the ice start to crack, and they go, oh, no! And then the lights cut out, and you hear a big splash, and that is the end of that act. Yep. Yeah. And so Venus Venus is on the ice, too, and I noticed this, like, every time they show Venus in this in this musical, she basically does exactly what Usagi does, but with slightly less, uh, uh, craziness or you know uh, <laughs> gesticulation and not as loud. Yeah, that's that sounds about like uh, like me to go. I'm sorry, I shouldn't I shouldn't talk about your fave. It's all right. I know I I know that that's how she's played in a lot of stuff. Well, and also Chris, I mean, if we're talking about faves, you must have been bummed because Jupiter does exactly zero in this musical. <laughs> no, that's not true. Really? That oh well, then true. I look forward to hearing what she uh, does because Jupiter I don't punches remember. a vampire in the gut. Okay. Oh yes. Jupiter in the uppercuts scene. a vampire for like a second. Yeah, she gets very little attention. Also, Jupiter gets those really cool poses. She gets her, she gets her big uh, Rosie the Riveter pose, sure, which I sure. like a lot. Jupiter's great. How dare you? <laughs> but she, ba- I meant she barely does anything. They, How they, dare you? They, lo- they lump Venus, Mars, and Jupiter together for this entire show, and they basically only do stuff together and barely do anything at all. That's true. We do get a, we do get a, can we skip ahead to the scene where they talk about their future plans? No, we can't. That's like, that act, that's like, that's like the, a million years later. Uh, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. We are not even close. Okay. okay look, fast. Let's go fast. Let's go. Let's uh, go. So the, 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 the faking guys, the death pod, death pee, death poo, they go back home and they're like, oh, we failed again. We failed again. And they go to Tomo and they go, look, oh, if we can capture Chibi Yusa, can you, will you give us her soul? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> sure. And if you yeah, lose, whatever. you all die. Anyway, I got to go talk to a friend of mine. That friend of his is Dracul, a.k.a. Yes. Dracula. That is Dracula. Well, he's not Dracula. He's Dracul. No, but he is Dracula. He is the inspiration no, for Dracula. No, but he is Dracula. He's the inspiration for Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> he's a Japanese guy, dude. How could he be... <laughs> the Dracula. Well, he's from Transylvania. He says. Oh, that's so. true. He does say he's from Transylvania. All right. Well, he doesn't call himself Dracula. He calls himself Dracula, and he does say he's the inspiration for him. He comes out of a coffin, and him and Tomo have a little talk, and I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what Tomo wants from Dracula. I don't know what Dracula wants I don't from Tomo. <laughs> Okay. I don't know what anyone wants. <laughs> okay, it took me a really long time to figure this out. Please, oh, please, TA, please. Okay, so Tomoe Tomoe is possessed by undead berserk, who they only mention is <laughs> like at the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I do know that. I did okay. not realize that was a name. I thought that was a description because nope. those are both adjectives, but okay. <laughs> but no, that's his name. So he's possessed by undead berserk. He apparently his real form is very beast-like. That's why they keep making all these bear jokes. <laughs> right, um, right, right. He paces like a bear. They say. Yeah, and um, I thought I thought they were just making a pun. Like I thought they were making a pun because the Japanese word for for uh, devil is akuma, and the Japanese word for bear is kuma. 
That, that might be part of it, too. Weird. Yeah, they do. I mean, they show him, like, when he's in his full undead berserk form. Like, yeah. he has gloves on and fur, and the gloves have, like, bear claws on them, or it's supposed to look kind of like bear claws. I don't know. Anyway, Dracula, who apparently has been living in this mansion in this park for a really long time and asleep that whole time, which I'm kind of like, how did no one figure out that there's this giant vampire mansion in the middle of a park? <laughs> yeah. Well, look, it's it's Juban. There's there's a lot to deal with. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, but apparently he's been asleep but has just woken up. Tomoe wants him to join and so they can kill all the humans and he'll make these homunculi that they can drink from because they'll replace humans and they'll be perfect so their blood will be okay. He'll raise an army. He'll wake up all the sleeping undead. Uh, Dracula will, or Dracula will wake up all the sleeping undead, giving them this huge army that they can then take out all the humans with. Death Lamia wants in on this too because she wants, she both, it's, she says she's a vampire, but she also says that she, drinks dreams or feeds off of dreams so it's unclear like what exactly like her sus her role in all of this is because she she desires to be able to drink blood and then have that life flow through her because she's so distant from her emotions wow <laughs> <laughs> it took me a really long time to figure this out so well, th- thanks for clearing everything up yeah, I know. Uh, everybody, everybody, good now. Everybody on the same page. Uh, so, but it gets even weirder. So, because, because, uh, so, <laughs> so Tomo's just like, here, have a pair of death nightmares just to hang out because they're yours now. Uh, that's my gift to you. Have a couple of death nightmares. He leaves, and the senshi run into the mansion because they were trying to escape the rain, and so you can just run into Dracula's mansion. Apparently, that is just a thing you can do. You can just yes. be like, I want to go inside. There's Dracula's mansion. Let's do it. If it gets if it gets rainy in the park, you just go to the nearest Dracula castle to dry out. You don't want to go under a tree because lightning might strike and that's dangerous. So don't go under a tree, kids. Just go straight to the nearest creepy mansion and then and watch a magic show. Yes, exactly. Straight out of every uh, vampire story you've ever heard, Dracula shows up and says, "Hey guys, you want to see a magic trick?" Well, first of all, he says, first of all, he says, "Hi." I'm I'm the magician Dracul. <laughs> and I'm I'm watching this going, look, if you're Usagi Skino no. and someone introduces themselves, hi, I am magician Dracul, why do you not immediately throw your tiara at them? <laughs> like, <laughs> because if she transforms it'll be a disaster. Yeah, why don't you just go, hey, uh Makoto, could you please burn this person to death with lightning? Okay, Thanks. that's fair. Thanks. Just why? Why, Usagi? Well, he said his name was Magician Dracul. So. so he does a magic trick. The magic trick, he well, first he levitates Chibiusa, whatever. Then he does a thing where he puts Otaru in a box and puts a bunch of swords through it. A very common, very simple magic trick that freak the Sailor Scouts out so much. They are like, oh my god, he's sticking swords in there! She will be dead! <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, I want to be completely real with you. Okay. These tricks were not particularly well done. No. <laughs> there was like they were this is a sta- this is a stage show that that had has had 500 shows. No, no, this, no. It this show only had like okay, 20 something. I'm saying these musicals are very profitable, right, right? Right. They have to be. Right. They ran for another 5 years after this. Yep. This magic trick looks like garbage. It looks like <laughs> it looks like a high school talent show. <laughs> Well, it tricks the scouts. But I do but I do like that it's in here. 
<laughs> because it's like it's like okay, how can we tell children that Dracula has evil magic? <laughs> Wait, we'll, <laughs> so then we'll have him have him evil magic by having him do a trick any person could see done anywhere because it's so common and shitty. Yeah, but they're babies. I've <laughs> <laughs> never seen those. All right. Okay. Everything is new to their to their young eyes. So then his third and final trick is to make himself disappear and instead Death Lamia and her nightmares are there instead. <laughs> they, 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 this is all part of the show. No, actually, they're threatening them and they're trying to kill them. And um, they start to drain everyone's energy. You know, that's what you do. Yeah, exactly. Of course. <laughs> why, why would you not? Why would you and, suspect anything differently? And Death Lamia gets all super sexy and then seduces uh, Mamoru away because I guess that is a thing. Sure. <laughs> I don't That's... understand why she. Well, she does say it. Like I think this thing in the song was when. What is it? Uh, stick out your neck. I can't believe the song is called "Stick Out Your Neck." The song is called "Stick Out Your Neck." It's what? again not a good song. Wait, what song is called that? Oh, that's the song that uh, Death Lamia sings when she appears. Oh in my this, god! In the scene, she it's sings the song. Out. She sings the song that goes, "I am a vampire. I am a vampire. I am going to kill you. I am a vampire." <laughs> Please okay. let me drink your blood. Yeah, and she says that there are only two things she wants. She wants an uncorrupted soul and a vicarious man. Oh yes, I did. I did remember that. I do remember that. And that's when she's trying to seduce Momoro, and Usagi gets all pissed off because the super sexy lady is like all up on her on her man. Well, if there's one, if there's one thing we know about Momoro is that he is a vicarious man. <laughs> Wait, did Dracula say to Usagi, "You should shut up," or was did Death Lamia say that? I did write down that someone said to her, "You should shut up." Was it Sailor Mars? Because I feel like it might have been Sailor Mars. I think Mars. it actually might have been Dracula. I could be mistaken on that. Um, Dracula does say something like super ridiculous to uh, Usagi at this part, but I, I was long past the point of taking notes. So, wait, is this the song where they're singing about... <laughs> is this the song where they're singing about I want to get blood and spirit? Blood and spirit, yes. yeah. <laughs> okay. Again, in English. <laughs> and they're saying it like, like, they're, like I started clapping because they go, blood and spirit. <laughs> they want to get blood and spirit so thankfully uh, uh, Sailor Uranus and Neptune show up and Sailor Pluto show up and they save them right? sure right sort of, this, is, this is where Sailor Uranus is like like does say I am going to murder you with my sword <laughs> and I was like new fave yeah, you're gonna like you're gonna like Sailor Uranus for sure. I'm ex- look, I'm excited about her. I I really cannot wait. So she's so badass. So they're fighting, and then that's when all of a sudden, undead Berserk shows up with his giant sword called the Samael Sword. Right, right. And right. it was not clear to me at the time that this is just Professor Tomo. Oh, when I didn't he's get that until angry. the very end. I did not yeah. get that. Like, they say it out loud. So, yeah, he shows up and he starts fighting with them as well. Finally, uh, Sailor Moon is like, all right, I got to transform. She transforms, but she only, like, half transforms. She transforms into regular Sailor Moon and not Super Sailor Moon. This is all coming later, Chris. You'll get it later. <laughs> And she tries to do a purification attack, and it doesn't work at all. Yeah, she uses the, what is it? Uh, Yeah, she uses moon healing escalation, and he's like, this is baby shit. (laughs) 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 He doesn't actually 
intentionally. I think he says this. That was a that was a meek light. I think is this how is, they translate This is baby town frolics, Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that that's and then they go. But by the way, you transformed. So there's going to be a disaster. Check it out. We bit Mamoru because we're vampires. Sailor <laughs> Moon should go. Yeah, nothing of value was lost. <laughs> what is this world? Oh. Someone says, what is this world? God damn it. I wish I wrote down who said these I lines. That, I think that's Dracul because that's when he has his, like, he has that, like, little monologue, like, it's right at the end of the act where he uh, talks about yeah. his un, his his wife and his daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, Dracula yeah. becomes a sad vampire and yes. goes, hey, I'm not really going to be the villain of this story. I hope you like those other guys. <laughs> yeah, he does. Like and where said. I was like. Literally in my, on my couch going, boo. <laughs> boo. I did. I, I, I misremembered that. I thought he was a much bigger villain, but I think it helps. I, I think it, I think I was unserved or, you know, very poorly served by a lack of subtitles. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he talks about his wife. His wife is named LeFay. And he's like, man, I miss my wife. Her name was LeFay. She was great. Yeah. And that's like. It, like, again, I was past the point of taking notes, but I still got kind of excited because I was like, wait, is this going to be Dracula versus Sailor Moon versus Morgan Le Fay? Because I can like I can get behind that. That's nope. a cool story. No, no, that's not that's not it. Although I did I, see that. I think apparently Elizabeth Bathory is in the sequel, but let's move on. So is, yeah, there's so Great. many people in the sequel. Well, T.A., I'm excited to have you back next year. <laughs> so After we've taken some time to uh, heal up from this experience. Watch Transylvania No Mori. Yep. So then we cut to the next day. It's they're in school. They're in their they're in high school because they're older than they are where we are in the show. And this is when Amy sings her little solo song where she gets to sing how I have so many dreams and aspirations and I want to go to all these different places, but I also kind of want to stay here and be with my friends. No mention of, by the way, also I'm an important fucking sailor scout yeah, and one of the only I'm people the who can save the world. Of a planet. Okay, let's not talk about that. But I have I have all these dreams. I don't know what to do. Oh, I know what to do. I'm going to Germany to study medicine. Now, Devin pointed out, my wife Devin, multiple times, they have medicine in Japan. Like, you don't need <laughs> to go to Germany to learn to be a doctor. That's not how it works. But, okay. All right. Quick, quick question. Yes. Quick question. Serious question. If okay. anybody knows this. I know that historically, <laughs> uh, like, this is not what I'm talking about, but is there a thing with Germany and Japan? Because <laughs> Amy is always talking, like... You, you want to know about episode... the connection between Germany and Japan? This is going to be a real serious topic. I know of topic. a connection oh, between okay. Germany and Japan. <laughs> I'm saying that's not what I'm talking about. There's the episode of the anime yeah. where Amy is going to go study medicine in Germany. And also in Phoenix Wright. Oh, yeah. In Ace the, Attorney. Yeah. With Francesca, with Francesca von Karma. She went to Germany because you could go or she was in Germany and you could get your license really early. Same and, as also in, uh, in Monster. Uh, Monster is about a Japanese guy who went to Germany to become a doctor as well. So is there a thing with like, oh, if you're a child prodigy, you have to go to Germany because yeah. that's where that's where you learn all your stuff. Like, because I don't think we have like. I mean, obviously, we don't have that here in America. In America, just be like, yeah, we're America. We're the best. <laughs> like, and, and I guess it's not specifically Germany. I know there's a lot of, like, any time a, a chef shows up in uh, a manga or an anime or tokusatsu, they always talk about going to France, which makes sense. You know, there's a there's a, the big, uh, the guy in uh, uh, Kamen Rider Gaim, who is a, a character that I'm very conflicted about because he's a very stereotypical over the top uh gay character who like super wants to fuck all the other common writers <laughs> and 
But also, when they get into his backstory, they're like, yeah, he's one of the best chefs in the world, and he wanted to be trained as a chef so bad that he joined the French army and served in Afghanistan. Oh, my God. And is a lethal commando. And I'm like, yeah, okay, maybe we can have this uh, this character who's a super stereotypical, you know, stereotypically effeminate character who's also a huge badass commando guy. <laughs> like, maybe there is a value in having that. I don't know. I can't really speak to that. But, there seems... Oh, go ahead. No, but I was just saying, like, is there a thing with, like, like, oh, yeah, you know, you have to go to Germany, <laughs> obviously. There seems to be a thing, like, if you're, like, an academic elite, you're supposed to go to Germany. I don't know why. Yeah, I can't weird. remember. I don't know why, but it, there, there is something about that. Oh, I don't know if you remember, but this, we were talking about uh, Badass Makoto earlier. Did you see the part where she says she wants to become Iron Chef Chinese? Yes. That was the was one like, part that, that oh, I missed was that. really stoked about. That's pretty funny. Right, so, um, so, okay. No, the other thing that screwed up about Amy going to Germany, aside from the fact that, yes, you could just become a doctor in Japan, is that she goes, I, you know what, guys? I am going to go to Germany and learn to be a doctor tomorrow. Yes. What? <laughs> also, and also, like I said, they have done this on the anime. Yeah. This, is, this is a conflict that was introduced and resolved already. Well, that's a different continuity. And okay, actually, so, we're about, we're, we're very close to the, we're very close to the, the note. In fact, I'll say it now. So yeah, they're all, because ta- again, I wrote down great responsibility because they don't talk about that at all. They're all just talking about, we all have these dreams. And it's like, how about the fact that you guys are the only defense against monsters? Like, you don't, stop. Stop being so selfish, you terrible people. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah, then it's, it's really, it's really difficult. Like, because that's something that we've seen on the show, right? Like, that's something that I think you and I, Jordan, specifically, like, empathize with Yusagi on. Because she never wanted to be, she only wanted to be a normal girl, right? Like, she wanted to be, you know, uh, she wanted to be beautiful to have friends and, yeah. and find love, but she never wanted to be the space princess upon whom the entire fate of the world rests. No, but and, she and has so, like, to. That's, that is a very thematic it's a very recurring theme in Sailor Moon of like, yeah, you you can't like you have to decide between your dreams and your responsibilities sometimes. And I think that's dealt with very well in the show. But here in this, like in the musical, maybe because it's so truncated, we literally have uh, I am Death Lamia, I am going to murder you. Okay, we're Sailor Scouts, we're gonna fight. Act break. I'm going to go to Germany tomorrow and yeah. give up on being a Sailor Scout. Right, Peace right. out, Girl Scouts. What? <laughs> Terrible. Okay, but this is actually, that is the point at which I wrote down the note, which explains everything about this. It will bust this whole thing wide open and Uh-oh. reveal why, Chris, why you, you, we don't like this. Okay. No Luna. Yes, I keep waiting for Luna to show up. <laughs> There's no oh, Luna yes. to save Great. this world. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I was trying to figure that out myself at some point. Like, I could not remember if there was ever a Luna in any of the of the uh, musical shows. And I could not, for the life of me, remember a Luna unless it was, like, a human Luna. Sure. I mean, listen, it makes sense. You can't make a cat perform in a musical, but... It's, it's a big change to the world, and that's why everything is terrible. Just wanted to let you know. So, so Yusagi so shows up. Yusagi, well, we get, oh, there's the song about the dreaming? Song, sure. And there's a song about, you know, Amy wants to be a doctor and go to Germany. Makoto wants to be Iron Chef China <laughs> and make dumplings, which is awesome. Because, yeah. like, okay, quick aside, that's perfect for Makoto <laughs> because it combines cooking and fighting. She's a like, tough it, is a, it is a cook fight. It is a chef fight. Which are the two things she's great at. I love that. 
That's a great dream for her. What did the other one say? Do you remember that? Mineko says, I want to play on the Olympic volleyball team. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, there's a whole Minako and volleyball thing that they do in the show, so I guess that's a pickup from there. Yeah. And Ray? What about Ray? Nothing? Uh, oh, Ray's not in that be... song, is she? No, no, no she, she is. She is. She wants to be an. Uh, she wants to be a great artist and a musician and the greatest <laughs> priestess in all of Japan. <laughs> yeah, that's Ray. No, no single dream. She has to yeah, do everything. She, she wants to be a. She wants to be the world's most successful priestess pop star, which I can't, again I kind of like that. So Usagi M- shows up. finds a dream that combines her, her her two talents. Ray just wants to pursue both of them. So Usagi um, shows up and 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 saying, by the way, saying Mamoru has anemia, um, <laughs> and she's like, "This is all my fault because I transformed." And then Ray's like, "By the way, Amy's leaving." But we do get this funny moment actually for a while where. I guess they're telling her she can just take a train to Germany and visit her, and then she realizes that that's not true and gets very, even more upset. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, she says, I, I, I like that. They go, oh, come on, Usagi, Germany's not that far away, which it is. <laughs> it is quite far away. <laughs> I, think, I think Germany is only slightly closer to, to Tokyo than, like, Los Angeles. <laughs> Like, it is quite far away. Yeah, it's very far. It is absolutely but, a great distance. But the thing about the train is that's Usagi's comeback. She goes, oh, yeah, can I take the train there? Can I take the bullet train? No, I can't. You're being assholes. I know what the, I know what a globe looks like. Thank you. I love that because they're always, I, it's like when they have the letter, like, it takes a while before they realize that she didn't write it because I guess they just assume that Usagi's not so bright, so she never learns kanji. Even a thousand years in the future. <laughs> so they just work off that assumption. Oh, she's not that bright. She won't know that Germany is really far away. So then the four yeah. outer senshi show up, except... It's really the, the, the faking kind of Manecha's in drag. Which I actually, like, it's I did funny. think that was a good gag. That, yeah. Like, after showing up as geese and ducks and a boat, their next tactic is we will dress like their best friends. Yeah. 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 And also, the, the, the version of this on YouTube, which, first of all, is ripped from a VHS tape from the year 2000. We see the, we see the box cover. This is a VHS rip that's been up on YouTube for a while. I, I honestly, when they first showed up, could not tell that it was not who they were supposed to be. <laughs> I didn't either. It was only the voices. Only the voices. They only the voices. Only but the then, voices. well, because then, and then the real, the real versions of the Outer Senshi show up and like punch them in the face and stuff. Yeah, like Haruka straight up does like a high kick to, to fake Haruka's head. Yeah. yeah like, it's great. That? So then, but Yusagi's still upset. She tells Amy she hates her and runs away. There's a, like, the Amy stuff, and ultimately, does not matter. It's another, like, half hour of this thing you could cut out. Oh, yeah, because they don't resolve it. Yeah, it is never resolved. They They get a sad song where they sing about, like, Amy's like, oh, I can't believe I'm leaving all my friends. And, like, there's a duet, like, on the other side of the stage. Yusagi's like, oh, I can't believe the last thing I said to my friend before she leaves is that I hate her. And then some monsters attack, and that never goes anywhere. Yeah, (laughs) no, they, they, they literally... The vampires literally vampire Amy at the airport. <laughs> Which I, I wrote down. I was like, oh, if only the TSA had been there. <laughs> there you go. Oh, 
Uh, that did not have to happen. Like they could like Amy could have just been going to cram school alone. Well, that's now that's the end of halfway through. <sighs> okay, so everybody stretch. Everybody take a yeah. minute. That's halfway through. Yeah. We, we we are not going to do that long on the second half. We can't. We can't. No, my my notes get shorter at least. <laughs> mine but, too. Um, mine too. Because I think I got I, tired. You ready to do this? Where were we? All right. We were act, act two. Technically stage, stage two. two. Stage two. St- stage two, act one A. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, well, by the way, uh, quickly, one thing we did leave out of last episode is another time when Dracula was, uh, like, just being sad, and they talked about uh, how he has a daughter named Bloody Dracula Vampire. <laughs> Who doesn't like human blood, and that's why he left her in Transylvania. He just abandoned her there. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't that one of the... Isn't it one of the the Cardians? (laughs) Isn't Vampire one of the... Yeah, yeah. One of the is This is the full name is Bloody Dracul Vampire. That is the full name. That is her three names. I think... I think... Oh, we also forgot about the part where Chibi Moon went to Tomo's place. Yeah, that... Who cares? (laughs) Yeah, basically, I wrote down, I wrote down, pink sugar heart attack still sucks, and Totaro <laughs> is apparently the baddest bitch. That's all I wrote down. There you go. Yeah, okay, there we go. So, I'm so <laughs> done with this. Stage two. Stage two. Stage two, act 1A. Oh. Like, I was watching this, every time these title cards would come up, like, because, you know, we get the act one title card, and then Usagi has a bad dream, and it's like ten minutes, and then we get the second title card, and I'm sitting there going, you know, Hamlet only has five acts. Oh. <laughs> These are short. The, 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 when they say act, they mean scene. And when they say stage, yes. they mean act. So Tomo's like, cool. We got Chibi, just like we were supposed to. Lami is like, great. Why don't we put her soul into these beakers that you've got set up? <laughs> and he's like, Samuel no. Flasks. Yeah, the Samuel flasks. And he goes, no, 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 no. Let's defeat the Senshi first. Uh, okay. Are yeah. you sure? Why not? <laughs> That's apparently... That's when they give the little side information that apparently the Ginzui show has the power to cure vampirism. Yeah. Like there's this little sideline where it's like, no, you have to take them out because you have to take the Ginzui show because that'll undo everything. And what is that exactly? I think I think I can't remember who it is. I think it might be Death Falcon who says like, you know, he's like the Ginzui show is has this power or something like that. Although I love Death Lamia singing. This is the ultimate plan. Like I wrote that down and was I wrote like there was there was this. I was like, I can't believe your song has the line, this is the ultimate play. <laughs> it makes no sense. I can't remember. Oh, my God. So this gets so, so weird. So Chibiusa is in a jail cell praying to her mother. <laughs> I don't know what part of that doesn't make sense to you. A bat, <laughs> a bat flies into the room and gives her a key yep. to get out. So far, so good. <laughs> so obviously, Yusagi did not send this bat. Let's start there. Which Chibiusa thinks that she did for some reason. Okay, but are you sure? Well, yes. But are you sure about it? She doesn't seem to have bat powers. Like, I've seen a lot of... (laughs) This is later in continuity, but I don't remember, like, bat flower activation or anything like that. Like, it just... (laughs) Uh, I mean, like, you know, she doesn't have her she doesn't have her crying, her supersonic crying powers. That's true. That's true. Uh, The thing is, we know a character in this play who's associated with bats. And that Ooh, character is no, a different one. It's Dracula. <laughs> okay, but I don't understand why Dracula would let Chibiusa out either. So I don't, I don't know why a bat gives her the key. I don't understand. Just because, just because you would keep Chibiusa locked in a room. Uh, 
forever, Jordan, doesn't mean everyone will. Yeah, I did skip the note where I said, can't they just let Chibiusa die? <laughs> like, that would solve everything, but I skipped that part. Okay, so she gets out. Meanwhile... We've had so many people, like, when we finally get to her, we've had so many people writing in being like, I want to come on the show, but I only want to come in once you guys are at Chibiusa so I can defend her. And I'm like, good. Yeah, that we, it, we'll need it. We'll need it. Just like we had to have Ray fans on when Ray showed up because yeah, we were just gonna crap all over her. So what happens? You, so you meanwhile Usagi is by herself, being like, "I'm sad and alone." Mamoru shows up and he's like, "Listen, if I ever die, my love will become if, a mirror." If, big if. <laughs> my big love if. will become a mirror for you. What? <laughs> I don't understand what that means either. But okay. Again, I don't know what you're having such a hard time understanding. These are all very perfectly clear statements. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then, now, okay, when did the when did the bad guys get the Sailor Scouts? I, again, this is another thing I think I've kind of missed. I literally have no idea oh, anything okay. that happens in the plot after that. <laughs> okay, so before we cut to the, um, the Tomoe's lab, like after the high school song and Usagi runs off saying, I hate you, Amy, because you're going to Germany. Yeah. They swoop <laughs> in and, like, capture them and take them away. Okay. And that's when they, like, supposedly, like, they they do that. And then, then they do the same thing to Amy in the airport. Yeah, that, that I remember. Okay. So they had already captured them, the Mars and, yeah, the rest of the inners. So they'd already captured them, and that's when they have them there. And now they're vampires or something. <laughs> yeah. No, they yeah. are. They're vampires. Amy, Ray, Makoto, and Mina are all vampires. And they're... Hanging out with Death Lamia, they show up and being like, we're bad guys now. Uranus and Neptune show up to be like, well, we're still good guys, so let's fight. Uranus is going to kill this inner senshi. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, I'm going to kill him. And, and she does this basically any time that there's a bad guy. She's like, yeah, I'm going to kill him. Like, yeah. not, no, no, you know, power of friendship for me. Just straight up murder. Hey, sometimes, sometimes that's how it's got to be. <laughs> and thankfully, Usagi jumps out and be like, do not kill my friends, please. Usagi offers them the silver crystal. And they're like, eh. Tuxedo Mask shows up. Yay, Tuxedo Mask. And this time wearing a mask, by the way. Oh, also, he has a in, instead of a black cape, he has a funky gold cape in this show. I just want to point that yes. out. It's it's uh, very flashy. Anyway, so he shows up dancing and singing a song about his tuxedo mission because that is the name of the song. <laughs> and by the end of the song, there are five tuxedo masks dancing around singing about their tuxedo mission. It is our ultimate nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Now, obviously, again, these are the oh god, Manet Manichas. This is Man yeah, this Manichas. Manichas. Okay, this is them again. Pretty quickly, Usagi's like, okay, you're not my boyfriend. You're not my boyfriend. Mm, you're not my boyfriend. <laughs> it's one of you two, and they can't tell which one it is until. Uh, she points out, oh, the real the real tuxedo mask got bit by a vampire, so he has a band-aid on his neck, at which point the other fake tuxedo mask goes, ooh, better stab the real tuxedo mask in the gut. Yeah! <laughs> tuxedo mask just straight gets shanked. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And everybody's kind of shocked by this. Uh, tuxedo mask falls Especially down. Especially me. <laughs> tuxedo mask <laughs> falls down, and he says, by the way, remember... If I die, mirror, etc., dies. Tuxedo mask dies. First scene of uh, Chris's happiness, I guess. Yeah, it's <laughs> the, the part I like second best. Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, Yusagi tries to kill herself. 
Yeah, no, she's like, I don't have anything to live for anymore. I'm going to go all Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, here. she grabs the knife, tries to kill herself. and Again, then... only five acts in that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, uh, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto stop her from killing herself. They go, no, you got to stay strong. You got to do what you got to do. By calling her a quitter. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Well, you yeah, know. they're like, all cowgirl up, Usagi. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I forgot something incredibly important about the Tuxedo Mission song. Okay, okay. I would like. I would love to know what is incredibly important. Tuxedo Mask calls song. himself La Smokin' Bomber. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I doubted you. You were absolutely correct. La Smokin' Bomber. La Smokin That's Bomber. the name of one of his. That's the name of one of his attacks. It is it? That I didn't know he had names to his attacks. To be honest oh. with you, because it's from the beautiful. manga. Continuity. Oh, okay. There we go. It's beautiful. La Smokin' Bomber. <laughs> but yeah, no, I had the same thing. I was like, La Smokin' Bomba. Okay, sorry. Sorry to have to jump back to that. Point is, they're like, don't worry about it. Everything will be okay. Don't kill yourself. And Tuxedo Mask gets back up. And Dracula's like, yeah, he's a vampire. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> uh, yeah, duh. <laughs> now he is my underling. <laughs> and he is. And then he's like, by the way, aren't you happy? Uh, your boyfriend's not dead. So, uh, the end. They run away. Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, what do we all think of this? <laughs> no, it's not the end of everything. Just the end of him being there for a moment. Okay, okay. So what happens then? Uh, Chibi, Chibi Moon comes back and goes, I know where the bad guys are. Let's go do this. <laughs> so, what, so now she finally transforms into Super Sailor Moon. Right. And she starts Less attacking heralding everybody. the disaster that well, is this musical. <laughs> yes, that's true. It is going to be a disaster. While she's attacking, Dracula bites Neptune. So Neptune is, has been bitten. Yes. Again, just want to point out, everybody who gets bitten turns bad. They don't make this connection yet. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you got bit? You okay? Good. All right, let's go. They use the silver crystal to do something. Oh, they purify everybody and they, they make everybody okay again. Yeah, Maybe. But, they, but, but it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they think happens and all the bad guys go away. Then Dracula is so sad and we have a song. It, it is, it is, I think it's called Dracula's Loneliness. Yeah, Count Dracul's Loneliness. Yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible song about Dracula being sad. It, I mean, that, but Chris, I was assuming this must be your favorite song of all time. This is like uh, part of your world for Dracula, right? Like, this is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. So Dracula goes, oh, Death Nightmare Servant, who is a lady, I'm going to name you my wife's name. Is that cool? Okay, cool. And Tuxedo Mask... I would, that is in character for Dracula. He is, he is weird like that. And Dra uh, Tuxedo Mask, I'm going to call you Kruznik, which is what I would name my son if I ever had one. So you're like my son and you're like my wife. By the way, apparently Kruznik being a vampire hunter that Dracula wanted to name his son after for some reason. I don't know why, but there you go. Yeah, it's some... Yeah, they, apparently <laughs> there's also a, a god named that too, but they're different and they have the same name. I don't know. Super weird. I also love that at that point, the translators kind of like writes at the bottom, like German question mark, like the translators like, I don't give a fuck at this point. <laughs> yep. 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 So, so the sailor said she show up at Tomo's lab and they don't find a uh, Hotaru like they think they should. And they're like, look, check out those jars full of stuff, homunculus eggs and stuff. And that's when Mercury tells us about alchemy. Yep. Yeah. That's when Mercury tells us about mixing semen and blood. <laughs> Which I'm so, also like, I love that Ape knows this. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, 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 
vaguely connected to either math or doctoring. So, of course, it's something Amy knows about. So then they find they hear thumping in a closet and they open it to find Hotaru's father has been tied up in the closet and he doesn't know what's going on, except it is not Hotaru's father. It is one of the imitating guys. And then three Draculas show up all saying they're Dracula and everybody kind of goes, no, that's not what this is. <laughs> no, we, we get it now. We get it. We're, we got on. We are both of us. <laughs> this is where they do the thing they, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they form uh, ultimate vampire form, <laughs> which is chicken fighting. And it's great. It's it's uh, the best. And they do the uh, the parody of uh, Death Lamia where they do the blood and spirit thing, which yeah. is also ridiculous. It's great. It's fantastic. Great. <laughs> So then the Death Nightmares come out, more fighting, more fighting, undead berserk. Oh, and that's this is when Tomo is like, yeah, I'm not father. This body is Hotaro's father's body, but I'm undead berserk controlling this body. Just saying. So you know. This this was lost on. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, me too. I read the summary afterwards and then I got it. Yeah, it's like I. <laughs> Again, this is where I said out loud to Aiden. I was like, I have no idea what is happening. <laughs> my note around this part. No, I guess it was a little bit later, but I just there, I had a, my last few notes are basically like, this is weird. And what? So uh, let's see. Question marks. <laughs> question marks everywhere. <laughs> They're all fighting again. Oh, God. Tomo stabs Chibi Moon. Your favorite part. Yeah. Uh, so this is where, <laughs> where Chibi Moon dies. And I was like, I actually wrote Rainy died in all capital letters. Like, I couldn't believe it. It was pretty great. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't cheer for the death of a child. <laughs> and yet. Um, so <laughs> she apologizes for being terrible. And she's like, I wanted to be strong like you. You're awesome. And they're like, oh, no. Maybe. And so Sailor Moon is like, ooh. What if I get Dracula to turn her into a vampire? Then at least she won't die. And everybody's like, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> that is not a good idea. I do. I fail to see how this could ever be a problem in the <laughs> eternal future in which she lives. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, at this point, I guess, is when Neptune is revealed as a bad guy, too? Yeah. yeah. And then she, and she starts attacking them, and then Uranus is like... I love you. You are the love of my life. You are the most beautiful woman on earth, but I am going to straight up murder you for being evil. <laughs> I am going to kill you with a sword. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Quick and, heads up, Arkyu. Uh, just going to murder you with a sword very quick. Thank you. So Sailor Chibi's body disappears. And then again, Chris, hopefully this will make more sense when we watch stuff later. They all go, oh shit, Sailor Saturn is going to destroy the universe. <laughs> yeah, that was another like, <laughs> Again, I've only ever seen the first two seasons. They just go, oh, Chibi Moon's dead. Oh, no, everything's going to die. So I, like, I kind of picked it up. Like, the thing that I don't get is, again, there are like three-year-olds in the audience. Yes, that's true. And this is yes. like, this requires a lot of knowledge. I was super into stuff when I was three, so I'm not saying, I'm not saying they can't handle it. I'm just saying it seems a little... It seems like a very complicated story. Then we get that. The, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say, yeah, it's so complicated 
that as an adult watching it, it took me three watches and a and a, and a wiki page to figure it all out. I mean, I think and that's it, the thing. Three year olds follow it. No, that's I mean that's exactly it. They don't. That's why they can put in ridiculous stuff because three year olds are gonna go. I don't. I don't know. And then they're gonna go look. Sailor Moon is doing a really easy dance step back and forth and singing a song. Yay! Anyway, then we get a, an intense, <laughs> dramatic moment. Very dismissive of the dance moves. They were pretty. This. Yeah, some of them were okay. Anyway, uh, then we get Dracula talking about how sad he is again <laughs> and wondering Ugh. why humans are so violent. Because vampires. Yeah, Dracula! <laughs> Dracula! Dracula's like, dude, I hurt people because I have to to survive. You guys. You guys are just fucked up. Yeah, you guys Dracula's just hurt like, each other, man. What? Well, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I cannot stress enough that Dracula goes, I mean, what are you even fighting for, man? Land? <laughs> oh, God. It's what you have, people? Yeah, it's pretty great. So, meanwhile, Sailor Saturn shows up and she's like, by the way, I'm going to destroy the world. I'm going to kill up. everything and uh, everything will end and start again cool and the senshi show up and they're like no <laughs> we're gonna fight vampires instead the vampires are like by the way we were the inspiration for dracula cool he talks about carmilla for a little bit which is interesting sure yeah <laughs> so weird but look, it's always nice when carmilla gets a name check that's that's all i have to say about that they have so many references in here that i've just yeah. It's yeah. it's kind of amazing, but also very frustrating because then it's like, wait a minute, I have to cross-reference what? I'm going to go ahead and say that a stage musical <laughs> that is that has to have a audible note from Sailor Moon at the beginning about taking the batteries out of your toys, I'm going to guess there are very few. I would even go ahead and say none. Of the people in the target audience have read the famous 19th century lesbian vampire novel Carmilla. <laughs> that is that is just a guess. Again, don't want to dismiss. <laughs> don't want to dismiss any anyone's reading. Yeah, that they may have done, but I would I would feel comfortable making that wager. I think you'll win that wager for sure. Okay, good. okay. We're in the home stretch, guys. We're we're, we're, get, we're getting we're close. We're getting close. So basically, all the bad guys and all the good guys show up <laughs> and they're all fighting and undead berserk is like i have this sword because i killed an angel so there you go yeah yeah <laughs> <Beachy> dubs <laughs> just uh real quick i, ki- I killed an angel <laughs> to get the sword of samael uh, did everyone remember to take the batteries out of their toys okay cool. i killed an angel oh and actually dracula Saves Sailor Moon. Yeah. And dies. Why? I don't have an answer. I guess because he is moved by their love or something, because that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Power, friendship, etc. Yeah, well, the power of Dracula's friendship to Sailor Moon saved Sailor Moon and Dracula died. So, sorry, Chris. There was your oh. Sailor Moon versus Dracula. Oh, no. LeFay is mad because she loved Dracula that quickly, I guess. And she becomes a bat. She joins Berserk. This is when, yeah, Uranus is like, I'm going to kill Neptune. Doesn't do it because Sailor Moon, again, says, no, don't kill her. All you undead people. (laughs) Well, first of all, she does say the light, the shadow. If they weren't needed, God wouldn't create them, would he? Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) 
So Sailor Moon starts talking about the necessity of God's creation in the middle of this musical, just in case, just in case anyone wasn't lost. Yeah, uh, th- basically her going like. Sailor Moon turns into Spinoza at the end of this one. <laughs> well, yeah, which you, but that's the thing. It, 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 you can call bullshit on Sailor Moon right here because, yeah, Sailor Moon, yeah, like the, the all the bad guys are God's creatures that you didn't mind dusting like for many many years. Like you just <laughs> you cold murdered most of them. Like, but now they're God's creatures. Okay, cool. Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> so, well, so she's like, hey man, we're all creatures of God. What and then Death Vulcan fighting over man. Death Vulcan goes. Death Vulcan goes. I'm your god. Fight. (laughs) And then they all. And then they all start fighting some more. And because Dracul is dead, now Tuxedo Common is good again, or Tuxedo Mask is good again. Right. And then they have that awesome song, Fire. Oh, I don't. I don't think I remember that one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I do remember that. It's a pretty good song, but it's not. It's not my favorite song from the musical. Well, first, no, because yeah, Tuxedo Mask sings Tuxedo Loyal, which the translators put as Tuxedo Royal, (laughs) because they had some some uh, Japanese uh, language confusion there. I mean, look, one literally makes as much sense as the other in this context. No, because he's loyal to Sailor Moon. He is also the king of the future. Well, okay, that is actually true. You're right. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> oh, okay. I forgot. I forgot. Um, thankfully, Saturn decides not to destroy the planet. Cool. But she stops uh, Berserk from killing everybody. But then he, because he's just like swinging his sword around wildly, he kills the Maneche guys. The Maneche. Man- oh God, I'm. De- I can't do it. I can't say their Those name. Those guys. Either. He kill. He kills them by accident, and they're all like, "Oh, that sucks." Oh, wait, we also forgot to mention at some point they actually did put Sailor uh, Rini's soul into the thing, by the way. So it like talks to them, talks to them like the flasks. all go like, yeah, it's me, Sailor Chibi Moon. My soul is in these things. I honestly things. do not remember that. That I happened. Do, yeah, I do it was... remember it. And she's like, free, free me, free me. And so then they get this fire song and Sailor Moon uses her power to free Chibi Moon, and she just comes back to normal. She's fine. She's back. Yeah, sure. Why not? Well, why I not? can think of a few reasons why not, but why, okay. Why? What, <laughs> what problem could you possibly have with this? Oh, uh, well, sure. So anyway, <laughs> then they all gang up on uh, Undead Berserk and kill him. Even, Even though he's though one, he of one of God's creatures. creatures. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and then Sailor Moon's like, I don't even know if fake people would have made people happy anyway, so this is dumb. <laughs> the yeah, end. It's sort of like, there's a sort of next time gadget next time with the fade out, that fade out with the dress and everything. Yeah, which I'm assuming is referring to the daughter. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I think, well, the sequel, I think, the sequel to this one focuses on bloody Dracul vampire and her need for revenge against the Senshi for killing Dracul. So then you're like, thankfully it's over, but then for some reason the audience demands an encore and they do two little encore numbers. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, like, it was literally a thing where it's like, it ended and I was like, oh, it's ending. And Aiden was like, yeah, but I bet they're going to do an encore. And I was like, haha, what a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> two encores. Very short ones. And again, just them dancing and singing. Nothing nothing to write home about. And then the next day, Amy goes, so bye, I'm off to Germany, right? Yeah, I guess like, so. That had nothing to do with vampires. No, no. I was just leaving, by the way. No, that, that is a never brought up or addressed or referenced. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it be? 
She goes to Germany, and then the Germans tell her about Transylvania, so she goes to Transylvania. I know, I, I'm making this up. Oh, I was about to say, like, wait, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually, I don't think I've seen um, the next one, uh, Transylvania No Mori, um, but it takes, I think it takes place in Transylvania. Oh, man. Wow. And supposedly it has werewolves in it. And Elizabeth yeah. Bathory. <laughs> I mean, like, look, we gotta watch that one. Someday next year we gotta watch that. If one. we ever right. recover from this one, I will. I will totally watch it with you again. Okay. All right. Now, okay. Uh, obviously, we learned a lot. Oh God! From the Sailor Moon musical, uh, Senshi Inomichi Last Dracul Jokyoku. Ta, what did you learn from this uh, musical? I, I, I'm. You know, there's. <laughs> it's so <laughs> weird. I don't even know. The, the the purest expression of true love is to say that you will straight up murder your lover if they ever turn bad. Aww. Uh, Jordan, what did you learn from uh, the Sailor Moon musical that well, we just watched? I'm I learned, not saying it's full title again. I learned two things. I learned, first of all, how vampires are really way better than humans because <laughs> humans are just messed up, man. Yeah, man. They don't yeah. need to kill people. Just, just having wars all the time, man. <laughs> and then also I learned what a terrible, awful mirror mirror world it would be without Luna and how we owe it all to her. I, look, I think you are right. <laughs> I think you are right. <laughs> I like how you almost started into uh, I had the time of my life there as well. <laughs> and we owe it all to Luna. <laughs> how about you, Chris? What did you learn? Jeez, what what did I learn? Did you learn uh, that Dracula doesn't save all things? <laughs> I had a good one, and then I forgot it because I was busy singing about Luna. Oh, sorry. I mean, I learned a lot about homunculi. Okay. <laughs> I relearned a lot of that. Okay. Well, you learned oh, who, that you have a new favorite scout, apparently, or you mm. in the future. I did learn. I did learn that. Uh, uh, what is it, Michiru and Haruka? Yeah. Do I have those right? You're gonna yeah. love Haruka, yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited about them. Uh, uh, I learned that you can fool anyone by dressing up as a... <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> it's true. Uh, so, yeah, I'll see if I can remember the other lesson that I learned, but for now, I think that's it. Let's let's talk about our final thoughts here. What, what do we all think of the Sailor Moon musical? Do not watch it. <laughs> yeah, I like... I was really surprised by how little I enjoyed this. It was it was grueling. Yes, gruel. That that is the word for it. It was a slog. It's true. I mean, I I actually find the musical super charming, but by this point, they've been doing them so long. There's kind of like a meh kind of sense to, except for the actress who plays Usaki. She was adorable. Like she and she straight up like gets into it. Like I think you can you can see it because they get close enough to her. Like during some of the scenes, she's actually crying. The the acting, like all of the acting, I thought was actually very good. Um, Usagi and uh, and Chibiusa were really good together. Like there's a scene right at the beginning after uh, Chibiusa shows up where they have they basically throw uh, competing tantrums. Oh yeah, yeah. That's like really cute and adorable. If you turn the sound down. If you turn the sound down. We talked about uh, Death Lamia, who is actually, like, you know, super gorgeous, for one. And also, like, very kind of compelling. She's very fun to watch. The four little sidekicks are at least, like, like they get that they're doing super broad slapstick comedy. Dracula is not great. <laughs> Which, when Last Dracul is in your title, maybe 
maybe give Dracula a little more to work with. But yeah, I, I did enjoy the I, I did enjoy the acting. It's just everything else about it. Well, and then the big problem is any good yeah. thing about it is neutralized by the the. The, the the giant enormity of how long it is and how boring it gets. It's so yes. long. <laughs> it's it, like you said. Exactly. If, if this was an hour long, it would be like that's adorable. Like oh, that's cute. Yeah. If it was if if it was not like if it was not your entire day. <laughs> oh god. Much like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is a big yeah. one. So don't watch it. Is <laughs> my opinion. I will yeah. say if you want to see one thing from this if you if you want to see like the single best thing that is in this show uh there is a song called solar miracle makeup I which i this. really loved yeah it was oh fun. my god i love that i love that one it's like aiden referred to it as uh it came on and aiden was like i like this abba song they're singing <laughs> it it sounds like an abba song in japanese and there's a line in it about how they are so powerful that if they should desire it, even dinosaurs would return to life. <laughs> Which makes no sense, but I love that it's like, yeah, do not fuck with the Sailor Scouts. By the mere act of wanting it, they can change the past. Wow. It, like, that was the shit. Yeah, Solar Miracle Makeup, it, I like fire a lot, but um, Solar Miracle Makeup is now my new favorite, like, senshi battle theme from the musicals. Because there's a bunch of them. I liked Lost Soldier a lot, but that's in the series. Um, well, they, that's one of the that's one of their encores. Yeah, yeah, because the the two encores are Lost Soldier and they do Solar Miracle again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Lost, I love Lost Soldier. It is easily my favorite battle theme from any of the Sailor Moon media. But it's in the anime, so you guys will get to it. <laughs> but is it really? Yeah, it's the um, final. It's the final battle at the end of R. Uh, well, Jordan, I think you should cover it on your ukulele. I think there is nothing, there would be nothing better than you on your ukulele playing this disco battle theme <laughs> while singing the phonetically translated uh, lyrics that are on this wiki. Yeah, that's the hard part. That is the hard part. Uh, I don't actually like speak Japanese vocal. at all. I've done one song in Japanese before, but it's not easy. I, I'll should, consider it. You should, and if you do, you, you need to get make sure you keep that wolf sound in there that, that plays in the background. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, but it does have lyrics there. Yeah, I can, I can read it. Yeah. All right, well, maybe. Sailor Beauty. <laughs> that was oh my God. Yeah, I mean, I think really what makes the Sailor Moon musical so charming is occasional scenes and the really good music. Like, some of the music is spectacular. Some. Uh, very little so. of it in this very little of it in this one although i really love the first not the first song it's the one that oh where is it i have it written down okay dance of the dream demons the one that's uh lamia's first song mm-hmm. that has the echoing nightmare in in the back of it at the very end of it i mm-hmm. really love that song that's one of my favorites and uh to a brand new world which is saturn's song is is pretty good too but mostly it's the it's all about the battle themes like super beauties and solar miracle makeup and stuff like that. Yeah. Chris, here's a question. Yes. If they made an English language version of this, would you go see it live? <laughs> of this like this show. Are they changing anything? No, about they it? say it's just an adaptation, like a direct English adaptation. Like so Is it to... like like no. No, I would not at all. Uh, I don't believe you. I think you would. No, I would not. Like <laughs> I like I love Sailor Moon. Clearly, 
I devote a lot of time to Sailor Moon already, <laughs> but I am not going to go sit through this thing again. Never. Not for two Never. and a half hours. Not for two and a half hours. Plus, the nearest place it would play, if I'm lucky, is Columbia. If I'm, like, the more likely Charlotte. So I would have to drive two and a half hours to see it and two oh, and a half yeah. hours back. Yeah. That is seven and a half hours devoted to this thing. Plus, like, waiting in line. We're talking about an all-day thing to see this nonsense that's not very good. <laughs> no, no, I would not. I'm actually looking ne- right now at the the list of musicals uh, uh, page on the in there, and it's it is weird. Yeah, it's like I think it's like you said they they like go through cycles because it looks like they did a bunch of musicals. One per like basically they 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 do this thing where they keep like revising them too. They'll be like. Yeah, and then we changed we changed it and we added some other songs, but they they did like basically five like one for each season, and then they started over again, and so this is part of like the second cycle of yeah. of which is why I guess they felt like you know what let's just throw in Dracula this time. Yeah, it's it's also why when they include the Sailor Beauty song, the one that that um or, or Super Beauties, the one that um. Uh, Haruka and Mishira sing, Mishira sing as, as Uranus and Neptune mm-hmm. like they make references to the third season that they never talk about it, or that, that is never addressed like they talk about the search for the Holy Grail and the yes. talismans yes. and that is never in this it's in the show but it's never is that a thing that happens in the show? Oh, like, yeah, no. looking for the Holy Grail? kind yeah. of, you'll see third season, third season. <laughs> You'll see. I do, I really look forward to doing third season with you. It's going to be fun. Third season is my absolute favorite season, hands down, no question. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And it was and it was all done by Ikuhara. He's the guy who did a bunch. Uh, Kuneko Ikuhara. He t- he directed a a bunch of the really weird episodes of the first season, and then he does a few in the second. He also directs the Sailor Moon R movie. They actually end up kicking him off the show in the fourth season because they're like, okay, now you're too weird. Get out. <laughs> Wait, did, did he do the one that was all about cats' buttholes? I believe he did. <laughs> My goodness. He, he also did the one where all the sen- the, 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 all of the senshi die, like right before the se- series finale or the season finale. Yeah. The episode before it. I think he does the um, animation yeah, episode. episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a really good one. Yeah, he does a bunch of them. I can't remember all of them, but he comes on as the series director for the third season, and he just kind of goes buck nutty. That's <laughs> like, great. He's so fu- he's so great, and yeah, I mean, he goes on to do more crazy buck nutty things elsewhere. So, I think that might actually be a problem with this: is that it wasn't like I don't want to say that it wasn't weird enough. It was weird, because, but not because it's weird, weird, but it's not weird in the right way. No. Yeah, it's there are certain expectations that you want from Sailor Moon versus Dracula, like, you know, Dracula being in it. Mm-hmm. That's that's a thing I desired about this. Yeah. But instead, like Dracula's major contribution to the plot is that he does a, a vaudeville magic trick. <laughs> <sighs> like that is not the, like that is not the introduction. Like imagine going back and watching the movie Dracula. Right. Like the the yeah. Lugosi one or, or the, the Todd Browning one or, uh, you know, the, any of the Christopher Lee Draculas. Imagine that scene where Dracula is at the top of the stairs and Harker goes in and he sees Dracula and Dracula like is like, would you like to see a magic trick? <laughs> 
Chris, I, you know, Darling, I just get in this box. I just saw an ad. And this is not super relevant, but I just saw an ad on uh, that. You know that thing where they do this the events in the uh, in the movie theaters where they're going to show the original Dracula, like fully restored, and the Spanish language one right in a row. Oh, cool. So I thought you might be interested. Yeah, well, um, look it up. Yeah, like thumbs down. Thumbs to, down uh, to Sailor Mew. Good Man. thing it's the last Dracula. Blah. Oh, except for the part where there's like three more of these. Right. Oh well. <laughs> so uh, that's about that. So yeah. happy uh, Halloween! And thank you for <laughs> thank you for joining us. Thank you for uh, for pointing us in the direction of this thing that we so clearly hated. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, no. Seriously, we, like, look, we were going to watch it anyway. I'm glad that uh, that you were here. Before we let you go, can you tell everyone where to find you online? Oh, man, um, I'm T.A. Noonan pretty much everywhere. Either T.A. Noonan or T.A.Noonan. I'm on Twitter that way. Let's see, uh, that's actually T.A. Noonan, I believe. <laughs> God, it's so bad that I just use that all the time. I've forgotten. Uh, yeah, T.A. Noonan with no dots. The only one that's different is this Tumblr, where I'm Place Oddity. Hmm. PlaceOddity.tumblr.com. All right. And uh, one more thing before we go, everybody. Happy Halloween. We hope you enjoyed our special Halloween episode. Don't forget, uh, we have the contest still going on. Uh, you have until December 1st to write your sailor business fan fiction in the form of a script for this show that the winner will be read out on the air by me and Jordan. The idea is that you will write a section of the show as though Jordan and I are having a conversation. We will read that on the show uh, for the, the winner. And what will the winner get, Jordan? Every single volume of the Sailor Moon manga, the entire Sailor Moon series, the short stories, and Sailor V. Uh, and that has been provided to us by the publisher Kodansha. So Absolutely. thank you to them. Uh, you can send those in to sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and you can also send any other correspondence that you have. Uh, you can uh, suggest guests. We've gotten some very exciting emails about uh, guests that we'd like to have in the future. Any weird Sailor Moon ephemera, you can send to there. Or you can send to at Sailor Business on Twitter, uh, where we will read it. So please give that a follow. And, uh, yeah, I am... Uh, Chris Sims. You can go to about.me slash Chris Sims. That's C-H-R-I-S-S-I-M-S. And where can everybody find you, Jordan? I'm at Crackshot with a zero for an O on Twitter. And you know what? Uh, our our production guy and editor, J.J. Mason, is at J.J. underscore Mason on Twitter. And he does another podcast called The Morphin Grid. It's about and the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I do like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers a lot. <laughs> mm -hmm. I guess until next time. Thank you for listening, and happy Halloween. Keep your mind on Taylor Business. Say hello.